Hi, welcome to the Acts Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. Um, what do we, I would like to share today, have I got the right page? Yes. Um, so this is it. Uh, we're doing good, right? Uh, this whole theme for this year because God is so good to us. So I, I have uh, today, uh, how's the soil of your hearts? Or how's the soil of our hearts? What? All right. So we've, we, our hearts are like soil. All right, and you know, when Jesus spoke to the people in Israel, he spoke a lot in parables and he spoke according to the way they could understand. Now, you and I are not farmers, so okay. Anyone here owns a farm in Edinburgh? They were talking about poultry farm and pig farm, so you know, that yeah, because we've got vets, you know, we've got veterinarians, uh, so so but but no one actually had a, owned a farm or owns a farm. But do you happen to have a farm? Anyone grows vegetables and they're pointing hands? You do! Ex-Bristol tea. No, they're joking, Chris. Not you, right, Chris? Okay, okay. <laughs> Alright, so uh, how's the soil of our hearts? And um, uh, just, uh, um, just taking from what Christ is sharing in Matthew chapter in Matthew chapter 13, is that the one? Yeah, in Matthew chapter uh, yeah, 13, of how he spoke in this uh, story of the soils, the different soils. So that's what I wanted to share with us. So, uh, most of us have no idea what farming is and how soil works, um, but we'll, we'll just have a glimpse of it this morning. Hopefully it encourages you, and if, you know, if, if it not encourage you, hopefully it will teach you something like, oh, soil is like that, huh? Uh, or am I that soil, you know? <laughs> okay, all right, then we, we don't want to be that soil. We can be better than that soil. There are four types of soils that we'll be looking at. So Matthew chapter 13, and um, I'll just read it through uh, with you. Matthew 13, um, chap- uh, verse 4, no, verse 3. Two, uh, verse 8. Okay, let's see where we go from there. And then 18 to 23. So the verse is verse 3 to 8. Um, so here's Jesus uh, talking to the multitudes as he sat in the boat. Very cool, right? At the beach. Maybe we go to Brighton, get a boat out there, and then we start preaching in the heat. And uh, No, no. No, I can't imagine that. Um, no bikinis. All right, all right. So there, he spoke many, many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. And then some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop. Some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. So those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Verse 18 to 23. He says, therefore, he then explains the parable, that the story that he's sharing. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one will come and snatches it away, uh, snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. Remember the seed that fell by the wayside? There were some crows. I don't like crows. <clears throat> the crow, I, I'm just simply using crow. La. They said birds. I choose to use crow. All right. So the crow came and ate the seed away. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word. And immediately receives it with joy. Ah, la, 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 okay? And then, and, and the, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, due to the word, and they get persecuted, immediately he stumbles. Now, <clears throat> verse 22 Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. <laughs> And, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Amen. And I would like to turn to Luke chapter 8, uh, just to reference again uh, the same parable, but I'm going to just want to bring to your attention just one particular verse, uh, the last, hang on, let me grab this here, uh, Luke chapter 8, okay, and I think it is verse, sorry, 
verse 15. Alright, maybe I'll just read the whole explanation better because it's a different version a little bit. Uh, it says here, now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, amen. And the soil is our hearts. Alright, uh, those by the wayside are the ones who hear, then the devil comes like the crow. Alright, and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. And then verse 13, but the, but the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out uh, and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. And 15, but the ones that fell on the ground, the good ground, are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience, with endurance. So the, this, I like this, this version of Luke where it says, yes, it, it bears fruit, a bumper crop or 60 or 30, but they only are able to do that because they bear it with endurance or with patience. Amen. So that's the verse background that I um, just want to leave with you for a while. So what is it then? I'll, let's take the next slide. Okay, let's look at the, um, the cast, okay, of this play. Oh, no, okay. Sorry, of this story. Uh, <laughs> all right, there is a sower. <laughs> uh, he's the farmer. And that could be, you know, us. It could be God as well. Uh, we could be sowers as well. There's a good seed. And then there's the soil, which is the ground, all right? And then these, there are four types of soil. We've got the bird-packed ground or the crow-packed ground. We've got the stony ground, we've got the thorny ground, and the good ground. It's like the three bears, right? The porridge, what, too hot, too cold, you know? The bed, too hot, uh, too hard, too soft, then just nice. It was something like Goldilocks and the three bears. But no, this one are four soils, and these are the types of soils that, that we saw the seed fall into. Bird-packed, stony, thorny, and good ground. Okay, wow. So my question is, what condition is the soil of our hearts? <laughs> and are we keeping to making our hearts uh, really fertile? Yeah? Uh, are we, which soil are we? Now, of course, if we look at it right at the start, it could be before we receive Christ and then, you know, the seed goes in. Now I'm addressing that some of us already have received Christ and in walking with the Lord. And, and how do we, can we even look at this version of the soil about ourselves? Because it's not just a one-time uh, one-time situation where I'm a soil, I'm good soil for one time. I believe that we can be good soil because I, I believe Christ uh, wants us to be good soil all the time. And then he wouldn't have put the last verse to say that they bear fruit with patience. And patience means there's some time involved. There's a, there's a bit more time. So it, it could be an ongoing process. Um, and so, yeah, what's the condition of our hearts? Uh, that's something only we can answer as we look into our own hearts. Did you have the one with the arrows in it? Thank you. Okay, I do this. You know, we start with receiving God's Word, like the seed, and then we take root in our faith. We grow, we grow, we grow. And then after we grow, we sow, we sow, and then somebody else receives it and takes root. This is an economy in the kingdom of God. Amen. That it never ends. You don't just get the seed, grow, and then no more fruit. Uh, what kind of ground would that be? Anyone who is a farmer, or maybe you have a herb, herb, herb plant. Uh, I don't know what you call that, planter box. Uh, herb planter box, mine died, alright? So, I'm not a very good planter. Um, maybe we have a herb plant, uh, herb planter box or something like that. Most of us don't expect for one crop, true or not? Most of us expect more than one crop. Anyone who has, is in farming doesn't expect only one crop. They will take the seed, they keep it for the next season, and they replant the good seed. And so the ground will be able to produce. That's what farming is about. And so we have to then think, in, okay, if that's in the practical, what about the spiritual? What about our hearts? Uh, are we going to continue to be good ground? And so this is a cycle or an economy in which our believers uh, or, your ch or our church should be like that, where we receive, we root down, we grow, we sow, others will receive, we disciple, and, and therefore we continue to reach the loss. Amen. You know, um, you know, those who are involved in missions, and you know, Pastor Dave and Pastor Kay are like our missionaries from Malaysia over here. Um, those who are really true blue missionaries will have this. They, they always say, no one should be, no one should receive, no one should hear the gospel more than one time. Lah, because there are people who have never even heard it once. 
the Coca-Cola they know, you know, or they might know M&M's or, you know, I don't know what's new now, Avengers. <laughs> Everybody's scrambling to watch, not only in London, my goodness. You know, opposite the KL Church is this, uh, the KL Church in Summit, there's this, it was busy from morning to night. Yeah, morning to night, they were telling me, Pastor, you can't imagine, everybody came to watch Avengers. Okay, fans. And uh, I'm sure many of you went to watch, or maybe not. I don't know, exams, you've got no time to watch. All right. Not true. All right, so there's this economy that it goes on. And, and sometimes we've heard the gospel so many times that we sometimes forget why we even receive Jesus. And then what do we do after that? But God wants us to be good ground, wants us to be fruitful. That is part and parcel of, of life. Um, those of you who are studying economics or accounting or any kind of business studies, don't get me wrong, I'm just using this word because it's cool. You know, return on investment. <laughs> I mean, nobody starts a business so that they can lose money. Nobody starts a school to lose money. I think some of you have some side businesses, online businesses, right, right? And uh, you don't just, you know, because, oh, I'm so free, I want to just sell my goodies. I'm sure you would like some goodies back too. Some return on your investment because you have invested your talents and your gifts. Um, very few people are like me and Pastor who open a business and lose money. <laughs> yes, uh, because we're so kind, we donate it all to the students. And so, you know, we, we sell good stuff, people love it, but we charge so cheap. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. When we ran a cafe many, many years ago, we started, we sold um, really lovely stuff, which our crowd was not ready yet. Yes, two Malaysian didn't go overseas to study yet. I don't know if John was there, but anyway, we saw cup carrot cupcakes, you know, cupcakes and um, shepherd's pie and pasta. And I don't know what we cook lah. <laughs> what is this? You know, five years down, they're all wanting to eat this. Our carrot cupcakes made it to Starbucks. All right, Starbucks wanted my carrot cupcakes, but <laughs> but they wanted us to have a, a aircon truck, and we're like, no truck. <laughs> they wanted us a factory. We said, my kitchen is the factory. Fail. All right. Um, you know, bow plant, uh, bow plantation tea uh, place wanted our carrot cupcakes. Coffee club wanted our carrot cupcakes. Our quiches sold like. Hotcakes um, in um, Mount Kiara, <laughs> a bit atas the place, all right, a bit higher. Yes, fudge cakes, everything went out. But you know, when you came to Subang Jaya Taylor's College, if you are a Taylor's College student, yes, they uh, they they didn't know how to enjoy it all. But like I said, <laughs> we didn't have much returns on our investment, but we sure touched many many lives. Amen. So there is there is always a, a looking out for a return because that is good investment. When you invest something, you want it to grow. Not for it to die, not for it to stay there and remain the same. Same with us. Oh, not because, you know, the, uh, you, you have to. But it's natural. All of you, naturally. You study, you go out to work. You don't work for free. None of you. If you came to work for me, you will ask me how much I'm going to pay you. Right? And I, I do hire and fire. So, you know, if you were... <laughs> I seldom fire. I just wish they leave. That's all. Uh, <laughs> They're not working. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, no, we sent you out. <laughs> That's the other way. <laughs> but we still pay him. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. All right. Um, nobody, none of you who have a talent will come and work for us, whether full time or in your marketplace, and say it's for free. Unless you're a philanthropist, you've made the millions and that's it. Okay, then you do that. But that also is for charity. You, you know, you really look at what you're doing. So I believe God will also look out for some returns on that. What is his investment? His life. Jesus didn't just you know, put, a, put a doll on, on the cross, you know. He didn't put something, you know. My Jesus ain't no souvenir hanging on the wall. Yeah, he ain't no souvenir. You don't just wear a souvenir. He was real. He's real and he's living inside of us. He hung on the cross naked, beaten, uh, totally uh, made uh, just, you know, a show of, of, of shame so that our shame could be taken. And that's an investment of his life for us. He doesn't demand for that investment, return on investment, but he desires to see you prosper. And so when the ground of our hearts, when we check the grounds of our hearts, the soil of our hearts, sorry, where are we at? And, and I thought about it about my own life, you know, where am I? Now, maybe we're not at the bird pack soil, maybe not 
not so ground, maybe not so stony, uh, <laughs> maybe some stony, but some could be thorny grounds because the thorny ground couldn't grow into maturity. All right. Now, I won't baby you. All right, if, if I had children, they'd be dead by now, right? <laughs> like, you know, I eat, pa. All right, no, no. All right. No. <laughs> no, but you know, I will baby you, but I would like to implore you, encourage you that in your Christian world, we must mature. We, we have, we have, and God gives you the time to mature as well. He doesn't force you overnight. La, 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 la. No. And you know what's beautiful about the sower? He didn't mind what ground it was. He didn't say, oh, that one, uh, bird pack ground, I won't sow there. Uh, but he just sowed, and he sowed, and he sowed, and it was up to the ground to receive that seed and to produce. So I think the generosity of God is that he didn't, he didn't matter what this ground was. He said, I'm going to sow. And the ground would have to decide if he want to receive that seed. If it was me, oh my word, you stony ground, I ain't going to sow. So this side of the ground. <laughs> right? Because we, we, we calculate our return on investment, but God doesn't mind or doesn't look at whether we are more fruitful, not fruitful. He just says, I'm going to sow because everybody has an opportunity and a choice to receive that seed. I don't choose whether we were dwarfs, <laughs> whether we were snow white, whether we were the ugly duckling. He will still sow into your lives. Amen. All right? So there is very, there's full of fairness in terms of who, where the sower sows. He will sow. He will sow good seed to everyone. It's the soil. So it is in the soil. Amen. Everybody say, it's in the soil. Oh, give me some attitude, some soil. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so it's in the soil, right, uh, that, that, that God is looking in. And so when I think about my own life and think, hey, you know, uh, man, am I growing? Am I doing anything with this, what God's Word has been going into my life? Am I producing or I just sitting on it and, you know, lay eggs, lay eggs until the eggs never hatch. So we eat it ourselves. Alright, no chicks coming out of it. <laughs> no, but there has we couldn't just sitting there and laying and laying and keeping warm and let just keep it warm. No, the word was not meant to keep warm. It's meant to go into our lives, transform our lives because it's the it, the word of God is living. Yeah. This is Christ. Yeah. This is living now. Yeah. Hey, ain't just a song. <laughs> it's living now. Jesus is living now. Yeah. And so while we all party, it's living now. They all love that, right? Then I ask you, are you living now? Ooh. Come on, baby. Are you living now? It's not just a happy song. I, I used to condemn this song, no? I don't know, what kind of song is this? <laughs> oh, my teenagers. Hey, living now. Henry, Henry. All right. Hey, all right. And uh, they, what kind of song? I can't even read the words, you know. I never heard the words. Okay, now I read the words. I think it's very meaningful. I'm waking up, waking up to the purpose. Amen. You better wake up to purpose, all right? And God's purpose. And that's good soil when you have that purpose of knowing that my purpose is a student, but not only a student, may I not graduate with a title, may I have a testimony. Amen. All students in the house, you don't have to just graduate with a title. You can have a testimony of how God has worked in and through you. How you have not only grown, but you have sown into somebody else's life through your love, through your patience, through your understanding. Some of you are so compassionate. Man, you can sit forever and listen to the tears of your friend. And I hope you sow some good word there. Uh, yeah? <laughs> sow some good encouraging words. Say, you can do it. Yeah. Jesus is your strength. Amen. You pray for them. And I mean, some of you are so good. You're such support to your fellow students. Uh, I deal with student ministry all the time. People always want you to die somewhere there. So, you know, I'm not I'm just saying like, I'm not joking. Seriously. We have to sit with people who, who are really going through. So we have to, we minister and we pray that their lives will never be lost that way. And we will encourage them. And so some of you have friends like that. Friends, I pray you're living now. Amen. This is living now because you're good son. You receive God's good word. Amen. And so check our hearts, check our hearts because that's, I'm asking, what's the condition of our hearts? Um, I'm thinking, you know, uh, rocky ground, rocky ground. They receive the word with joy, happy to hear the word, but then no, rule, no real rooting of the word. So in times of testing, they quickly fall away. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, the gospel just didn't work for you. But I believe the gospel is a full gospel. It can work. But we all have different... Um, the seed comes into the ground and the ground is given its own time to allow that seed to grow and to work. And I pray that if we, got our, if we watch ourselves having rocks, oh, we've got to just 
you know, say, God, I don't want to be rocky forever. I don't want to just float away. I want to, I want to root down. Thorny ground. You hear the word, you receive it. But as soon as the cares of this world, you know, are you exam lah? Not coming to church. All right. Uh, are you exam lah? Not going to take communion. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, I, uh, sorry, I cannot help. I bloom. Oh, man, it just chokes out, you know, it just chokes out the joy because the thorns are coming, you know, just everything, you know, your family circumstances, finances, um, your studies, or your worry for your studies on top of the worry for whatever else and it just chokes out and you think, I can't do this um, and then we never mature, right? I'm not sure it's none of you like this here but, you know, we, we, there are people who just never mature and, and then, then we wonder whether Christ, the faith they have in Christ ever, is it real? Um, I've come through that many years. So, I'm still here, guys. Um, and I've had to mature. And had to go through different times of testing and different challenges um, and still hang there. Not hanging across dying, but just persevering and seeing God over- help, us, help me to overcome and to mature that, you know, my bad attitudes got to change so that I can be better as a person. As a, as a wife, uh, now that I'm a wife, uh, I'm also a daughter. <gasps> Sometimes I fail there. Um, I'm also a friend. I'm also your pastor some days. And uh, I need to mature. Amen. And so, there's thorny ground. And then there's the good ground. Here's the word, roots down, goes deep, takes hold of the word, owns it. I love the word, owns it. It owns it, you know. You get this either um, in the latest version called the Passion or if you go the version and you get all the message. Owns it, lives with patience. And bears fruit. 30, 60, 100 fold. Man, 30% God also take la. 60, God also take la. 100, yeah, take la. Alright, where do you feel you're at? Some of us are 30. That's Good, go with it, take it. This is what you can do, do 30. You can do 60, 60. And some of us do 100, 100. And then we, we grow again in that cycle. It goes round. And that is what God is looking for. When we look at our lives, where are we at? Because you, I'm sure, even if we don't talk about spiritual stuff, as a person getting on with my life, I do ask myself, what have I achieved? I really do ask myself. Everybody here would say, you've done so much. I don't feel so. Right? Um, I've been doing lah, but I, I wish I. But then we measure up with other people. Like, oh man, I don't have my book like Michelle Obama. <laughs> All right. Uh, or somebody else, oh, you know. Ooh, I'm writing, I'm writing. It's not out yet. But, um, ah, yeah, uh, But, you know, you, you try to measure up. But I need, we need to know are we 30, 60, 100? Just bear it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give in. Yeah, yeah. You got 30% give. Yeah. Yeah, don't hide it. Yeah, cannot lah, cannot lah. No, what do you have? Put it into the, uh, into the hands of God and it will grow. Yeah. Amen. And we also will say, you can give 30. Okay, you give me 30 cent baking, best, I'll take your 30% baking. Yeah. Alright? You can give me 60, I'll take 60. 100, yay! Let's take it. Then we go all, we, we do the whole economy again. Yeah. God is so good. Yeah. He, he doesn't, Ayo, so little ayah, please lah. No. He receives and He is looking out for you. He is looking at His vineyard. He's looking at His ground that He has sown and wondering which ground is going to have, a, um, have this, this growing, this uh, bearing of fruit. Uh, what, what is it going to produce? The produce of this ground. And friends, we are that ground. Amen. And so I, 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 I went in, zeroed in on the thorny ground a little bit and a bit on the good ground because I feel for many believers, sometimes the thorns grow in our hearts and unknowingly we, we just received it. We didn't even know there were thorns. And how at the end when we look for the fruit, that's when we discovered that, man, we've got, we've got these thorns. You know, we've been hurt. Or we've, we, we, we even got disillusioned and, and by other people. And, and then we're always looking at other people. And, and, and we never looked at the Lord to say, what about God, me? Okay, I know this person hurt me, but what do you have for me, Lord? Um... It's our personal walk and personal asking and talking to the Lord that helps us grow. Uh, I've been hurt so many times, taking advantage. People say that, you know, I don't, what? I don't envy you all the time. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think they envy me. La. <laughs> because they can't have what I have, so they just say, I don't envy you, you know? Uh, no, no, just joking. Um, and people say all kinds of things. And um, 
I, I, I'm very open to, to share my life as my husband and I are. I told the ladies yesterday. Um, uh, I don't have children, not because I can't. It just it hasn't happened. And then some people look at me and they go, oh, you're still trying, is it? And I'm like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Eggs are fried. But, um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, in, in the Asian culture, any culture for that matter, if I don't have children, I mean, while I'm fine, I'm doing what I do, but people do feel sorry for me. And, and for the women in the room, you are going to face that if you don't have your kids immediately or whatever. But man, if I'm going to sit there and cry and not mature, I'll never live up to the destiny that God has. I don't know why it ain't here yet. I've, I've tried to have children. I had one, didn't live, didn't survive. And I've had to go through that journey. And I want to help other women go through that journey. That's why we're writing the book, uh, to help women with miscarriages. Uh, to me, it's like, thank you, Jesus. I'm not that unbarren. I'm, I can. <laughs> just, just, you know, busy. <laughs> but uh, that's my journey. But people will be feeling sorry for me. Or someone said to me uh, recently, I, I, I couldn't believe it. So the ground was really going to keep the thorns. The person actually said to me when I shared my story, said, you're so silly. And I couldn't believe it that this person said, you're so silly that you didn't take care of yourself. And you lost your baby. And so I went like... Because <laughs> I wasn't sure if I heard the right thing. Right? Hey, if you know me, I would just react, right? I have matured. <laughs> I have matured. And I... I didn't agree that I was silly. I mean, <laughs> but I didn't go into a fit, you know, like, what? <laughs> right? You mature. And you don't allow the thorns to remain. Because otherwise, my soil will be useless. That's my journey. Not all of you will understand that. Babies. <laughs> Some of you might. But that's my story. And I realize as I grow older, people will ask me. And they will keep asking me if I have children. And people who pity me, guess what they say? Oh, you have so many spiritual children. Do any one of you want to be my children? <laughs> Spiritual children, no. So good soil. Uh, I, I want to grow and I want to mature. God is looking for 30, 60, 100. What, what comes? We, we don't want to just receive you know, messages and, and, and let it die in our hearts and, and say it's a good message, but it doesn't work in our hearts. When life's distraction comes, and we're all going to be challenged. Come on, we will be. That's real life. To live a life that's not challenged is not real. To not have tears, to not fight in your marriage, it's not real. We all do. To, to not have failed an exam, you're terrible. <laughs> you will never have compassion for those who have. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, all of you good students, good on you. God has truly blessed you with such brilliant brains. But people like me, the scum of the earth will understand. Come to me, all of you who have failed, I will help you. Uh, <laughs> And so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we, 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 you know, we, never, we never grow out of our pain. And we, we allow these thorns. We suffocate. We choke on, on things that people say to us. We are afraid. And fear is one of it. Oh, I can't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. And for the rest of your life, you fear. Like me, fear making chicken rice. I'm, and I have to watch Sean make chicken rice. I'm so afraid that my chicken will overcook. You know? I'm so afraid the soup will never happen. I'm so afraid the rice will burn. Fear. All right? <laughs> then I see Sean doing it like, as old as his mother and he's making chicken rice. So, all right, I should try it. Uh, you know, it suffocates. We, we get suffocated and you don't even know that you're suffocating. You don't even know that the thorns are just getting at you and you just carry on living life. You never become mature and, you, and okay, not you, me and you will never be fruitful. But God still sows. Still sows. So we can, we can guard this so that we don't become thorny. Good soil, we love the truth, we hear it, makes sense. And then we practice it. We try to work on, on, you know, taking Christian truth, God's truth, and applying it patiently. Being patient with other people as well, because not everybody's at the same flow and the same level of faith. We're all in a journey. And I've learned to also embrace that. I don't understand why you're like that, but okay. <laughs> why? Why can't you see it? Why can't you see it? You know, but we're all at different levels. But then we need to receive God's word and take one step at a time in building our faith. Um, the Lord looks at our hearts. And thank God, there's no, there's no x-ray machine to say sin in your heart. 
heart, you can't enter. No, we all enter in. We all enter in. And God works in us. If you and I are willing, He works in us. He molds us, He changes us. Um, we respond to that word. We cling to God's word. We keep His word. And then we endure all things by faith and in faith. Amen. And so we want to bear fruit, friends. Um, how we will we bear fruit? Uh, the fruit from the fruit of our own lives, the things we say, things we do, how we love, how we are patient, um, how we overcome circumstances in, in different things, how you face temptation, how you face challenges that come to your life, how you do life. You know, it's so it's such an interesting journey. Don't cop out, don't check out, walk through it. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. He will lead you. He will bring you to those green pastures. He will make you to lie down still waters. You will find refreshing. And then you can get up again and move along. Some days you just need to rest. Other days you need to be running. And some days if you have to crawl, baby, crawl. All right, <laughs> crawl. So my thoughts for you, uh, very simple message. Just for the acronym, acronym X. Woo! You cannot forget this because this is the name of our church. <laughs> okay. And it's also in the Bible, right? The book of Acts. Uh, so I came up with this. Please do not laugh at what I put on. Because uh, when I preached this somewhere else, they laughed. Uh-huh. Because it sounded funny. You know, la, Malaysian and their humor. Okay. Anyway, Acts. And I thought, what do we need to keep our ground going, right? So I put Quinn. Get a word and I found it. A. Aqua. A-Q-U-A. <laughs> Aqua. Which stands for? What? So clever. You see, you never failed an exam. Yes. <laughs> Aqua. Okay. Water. Yeah. K-L. Naughty people. Aqua. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. No? I say, I will not forgive you. All right. Aqua for H2O. Water. God's word is like Water. It washes us. As you read God's Word, it washes us. And it cleanses us from all the complications that is in our hearts sometimes. Uh, do you get the chance? Do you make effort to read God's Word? Because sometimes you think, it doesn't make sense, lah, you know. All these things, I don't understand the sheep, the cows, and then I don't understand what the fig trees are all about. Jesus talking about this bread, the roti. Okay, so I, I just think you just need to get into the Word because God's Word is... They say it's likened unto water. So Ephesians chapter 5, it says, Ephesians chapter 5, it says here, verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse her, the bride, with the washing of water by the word. We are God's bride. Amen? And he's the bridegroom. He will sanctify us, cleanse us with the washing of water uh, by the word. So the word of God is like water. When you read it, it does come wash over you. It does come and refresh you. It helps you. It, you know, helps you clean out some of the stuff. Every soil needs water. Man, have you tried growing something and don't put water? <laughs> yeah, even the money plant that can live without water will finally die one day. The easiest plant to grow, friends, is called the money plant. It can grow under any circumstance, but without water, it will slowly shrivel up as I have discovered, okay. Because they say it can grow anywhere, but friends, you and I, we are like, <laughs> we're, we're that ground that needs to have the water, not just the H2O, of the, but God's H2O, His Word, the living Word of God. Allow yourself to read God's Word, own one of these, <coughs> printed ones, and um, <laughs> own one of these. As you can see, it's very tattered here, tattered, tattered. Um, but, own one of it so that you carry it with you, you read it. I know you've got your e-version, but there's nothing like underlining, colouring. As you will see, this one has got everything written on it. Um, yeah, but still using it. Um, God's Word. We need water. Every soil needs water. So we got, we got to have... Don't overwater. Because <laughs> All right, it drowned. But water lah, every day, some daily water or regularly water. Not every day, regularly read God's Word. Uh, follow some kind of reading. Because God's Word, even if you say, I don't understand. Hey, just read it first lah. Yeah. All right, as we're all in different journeys, we have understandings of the Word at different times. I'm still reading some things and now it's jumping back up at me. Wow, wow ready for so many years. And now it's becoming more real to me than it ever did 10 years ago. So God's Word is living. So don't worry if you don't get it now. You're not thick in the brain. You're just not ready to receive it. <laughs> so later, a bit later, it will come again to you and you will be able to receive. Oh, that's what God's trying to say. 
take it, eat it, chomp it down. <laughs> you will not grow fat, but you will be cleansed. Amen. Yeah. So, aqua water equates word of God. Amen. C. A stands for? All right, which is? Water, which is? Word of God. C. All right, C is easy, C is easy. You won't laugh. Care. Yeah, some TLC. All right, some care. What do you mean by care? Well, I was thinking um, for the soil. To care for your soil, uh, you would put fertilizers. You not only put water, but fertilizer. You, um, you know, you might uh, dig around it sometimes. Some care. Um, you care for the plant. So there's care for the soil. Um, and I'm thinking about our own spiritual, our own hearts. You know, life pressures will come. So how do you shield or how do you walk through those pressures of life? Right? How do you walk through um, that temptation? How do you overcome that? The care. care f- you have to care for the soil, the soil of your heart. And, you know, we're so easily influenced. And, you know, the books you read, the people you hang out with will influence you, the movies you watch. You know, some of us live like a movie, you know. <laughs> or maybe you're a firework. Baby, you're a firework. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So, uh, you've got to give some care to, to your, your soil, to the heart. Um, what books are you reading? If you're reading. Uh, what, what movies? Avengers, okay. Um, what people? Who are the people you hang out with? Because the words that we speak. Or what words do you allow over your life? What, what are people saying to you? Sometimes even our parents say things that really can affect you. So do you know how to shield those words? Because those words can either build you up or cause you to have fear or cause you to live under pressure. Not because they purposely do that. Maybe they didn't know better. Maybe, and, you know, the, the care to your soul, the care to your heart. What, what do you allow to go in? Um, do you just take every, everything? And I said before, and I, and I said it so many times, I say it again, you know, now then it's the same. You are not garbage bins. Why do you just take everything? You're not a garbage bin. You don't have to bin everything. You could be a bin, but you don't have to bin everything. Right? What, what bin? All right. Um, you, you don't have, you're not there to take every garbage and think it's good for me. Some things are not good because generally you know some things you won't take in. Guys, you don't take everything I'm saying now. You might look at uh, all right. So how come you take every garbage that the world throws at you? You're here in the UK. You have you wow, you hear a lot of things. So you're not a garbage bin. You don't have to take everything. Align yourself to the word of God and the people that really care for you and guide you and lead you. We need a community of believers. We need good friends to help us walk through our journey. We're not to be living alone. If you continue to live your Christian life alone, it's very, very tough. You get a little bit lost. And you feel that people don't understand you. That's why we had Bloom. I said, girls understand girls. You want to have broom? Also can. Okay. <laughs> Bloom for girls, broom for boys. Yeah. Broom, 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 broom. All right. So we told the girls, don't, don't stand alone. Have sisters to support one another. Brothers to support brothers. And while the girls love to talk to the boys, boys just try to solve your problems. We don't want them to solve our problems. We just want them to listen. Terrible are you girls. Just want the boys to listen. Like slaves. Okay. Anyway. No, <laughs> so, you know, we said the girls will speak truth and, and be really honest, but also we love you. That's why we speak the truth. Care. We need to give some care to the soil. This soil. What are you receiving? You can't just put any fertilizer to your soil. You need to receive the right kind of fertilizer, the right thing for that soil. What are you and I receiving? Sometimes we're so influenced by so many thoughts that we feel that, yeah, yeah, he's right, yeah, yeah, that's right. And we, we keep running. I think we need to be settled, be still, and know what is it good for me from God's word and from the people that will influence us to, in a positive way, in a way that will help us grow. The, the, do the people that you talk to, sometimes I catch myself, so when I talk, am I talking more negative things or am I talking more positive things? Do I talk about testimonies? Do I share the good in people? <laughs> do I always share? I feel like I'm always talking about the not so good about people. Because they irk me. Uh, no, so I have to mature, right? So maturity means find the good and talk about the good. Yeah, so I've got to mature. Remember that, remember that. Huh? So what, what, what do we want to grow in our, you know, how do we want our soil to grow? Learning to take what we can, what we need to, and don't have to bin everything into your life. Amen. Who influences you will therefore, will see the result of your growth as you grow in your life. Care. All right? T. T. T, I put there. I wanted to say detox. 
But then detox is the second word. So it's toxins get into the, in the way we need to detox. So toxin, thorns that come into our soil, that come into our hearts. Are there toxins we need to detox? Big thing, <laughs> eat clean, right? Eat clean is a big thing in here. Okay, don't eat meat, be vegan, whatever. Right? <laughs> All right uh, eat clean, eat clean, chia seeds, you know, avocado. All right. You know what I mean. But if you understand that, how much more our soil, I tell you, a lot of us, don't detox our soul. Don't detox our soil. We, we take in so many things like garbage bins. And then we have toxins. We get hurt. Yeah. Friends, who doesn't get offended? Everyone gets offended one time or another. Your hair not nice, huh? All right. All right. All right. We didn't tell you about the family story. All right. Huh? You get offended. Uh, you know, everything can hurt you. Anything can hurt you. I, I mean, I still get offended. I try not to, but sometimes, why do you say like that, no? Uh, and then I'll never talk to you again. No, long time, long time ago, story, story lah. Tell you story, story, you story me. So at least you stay awake. Okay, um, long time ago in Bethlehem, uh, <laughs> I, 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 what was this? Ah, yeah. So, we already started X. I was not that big at the time. And then there was this lady, you know, this parent of this young person that came to our church. Every time she saw me, every time, I think she thought it was, a, it was an encouragement to me. She would say to me, Pastor Sandra, so thin lah. So thin lah. First time, okay lah. Second time, third time, fourth time, you know. After a while, when I saw her coming, ah. I run away, you know, because I don't know what to answer her. Because I'm not fat? What? Oh no, I say. Right? Why are you so thin? Everything she look at me from top to bottom, you so thin, you so thin. After a while, I think I got a bit offended. Oh, now you don't like I thin. Call me fat, call me. Call my whole family thin. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes people say things and, and very inevitably somewhere you, you kind of get a little pressured. And I, I don't know why I'm so thin. I'm not so thin now. I used to be really, really thin. And, um, and so she says that to me. To the point that I couldn't dare see her. I like, oh, she's coming. Oh, shucks. Who can I hide behind? <laughs> Is there a body that's big enough to hide me? <laughs> you know? um, because I don't know how to respond. What could I respond? Then I'll end up not mature answering, because I'm not fat. <laughs> because I don't know. And then they say in Cantonese, no, you know, I, I soak you in oil also, you cannot be fat, no. So terrible, right? Wow, no hope for me to be fat. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> people are now trying to lose weight. Ah, all right. So, you know, you get offended in, in all kinds. You're, you're preaching, no, nobody says thank you to your preaching. How about that? They all go to Pastor Pastor Kenneth, so good, like you're preaching. Yeah. Right? Yo, the wife preaches, nobody say nothing, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know, we're just human, right? Uh, the, 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 the human side of us is so human and soft, we need Jesus. That's why I need God, to, to really help me. Right? It could be anything that can happen. These are toxins that cause us to end up being very gossipy, being very evil, being very bitter, uh, not wanting this, not wanting to see people, just, you know, like, I tell you about your face, you just make me feel like puking, puking, puking. <laughs> like, because of something you said. I'm just, not you, I just, are you the nearest lady in front of me, okay? So, so many things. You know, someone just wrote to me also and said, also oh, and so is going to leave this fellowship because they can't stand that person. I'm like, what happened? Wow, that's heavy duty. So, we allow that thorns to get stuck. Friends, we're going to dig around. Dig around, <laughs> forgive. Dig around, dig around the heart. Forgive, forgive. Let go. Easier said than done, my dear friends. Because <laughs> sometimes I also find it very hard because it's very hurtful, yeah. or or people just you know just tell you that this is like that lah. Yeah, I've now I've gone to people that I look up to. To I thought I could share my story or my circumstance in hope that they would pray with me, encourage me. That's why I went to that person. And it didn't come back that way. La. My expectation went from here to way down. And I even felt bad about myself. Man, you can not only be hurt, you can be depressed after that. You could be so offended or you could lose all faith or all confidence. And I think we can lose confidence. And these are thorns that we need to dig around the ground, detox, pull out the roots of bitterness, pull out the roots of offences, pull out the roots of hurt, 
or lo lack loss of confidence because this soil needs to be good and have one, two, three, four, many times crop. Not just one time. God wants you to be fruitful. He wants you to have 30, 60, 100 fold. Keep the soil of our hearts healthy, growing uh, church. This is about our maturity. This is about enduring to the end. Um, not like dying, enduring, but there will be triumphant days more, I pray, than, than days that we feel down, that we will uh, detox those things out of our lives. Even ground needs to be dug around so that we take out uh, weeds that might grow together with the thorns and the weeds and the good seed that's trying to grow. And you are honestly trying to grow, but sometimes things happen. Sometimes disappointments as well. Disappointed by the system, disappointed by people, disappointed by your own self even. Even yourself, oh, I'm so disappointed, I failed. And I think God will not accept me or nobody loves me. I eat some worms. Stop eating worms, all right? Don't. Just detox. Actually, we need, we need worms in the soil. But, mm -hmm, right? The worms, <laughs> worms, uh, there's the truth to that. But, but you know, this, we just need to make sure we, we weed out a lot of these things. And many of us keep it. And then if you become sick, you know, some of us get ulcers, eczema, stress, stress, loss of hair, mm. And others worse, cancer, who knows? I don't know. It's just, it gets so deep, we don't even realize it. So whatever is coming out of your system, think, think about what we are saying sometimes, may come out of a heart that's already clogged up. Take time to allow detoxing, meaning the water goes in, cleanses us, fellowship with somebody who you trust, and talk through some things, help them there that we pray with you to, to understand your journey as well. I think we do journal as much as you can. And as you journal, you, you will see what's in there because you're writing your thoughts out. Because sometimes we think we cannot remember. When you write it, you get to actually see a picture of your heart. Yeah. And that's good to de detect and then let it out, yeah? Let it go. So detox, T. And S, very simply, continue to share and sow. Continue to share and so We, um, as, a, as believers of Christ uh, and walking with Christ, if we don't share and so we'll become like a dead salt sea. The dead sea. The dead, if it's so salty, nothing lives in it. We want to live. We want to be fresh all the time. Everybody loves fresh water. Um, you don't drink salt water, right? <laughs> like too salt water. Um, it's, yeah, it's not good to drink. Uh, <laughs> Um, John, my friend there, John and I were in Israel together and you, I don't know, he ever knew. He was floating in the Dead Sea happily and uh, one of our friends jumped into the Dead Sea. It's a Dead Sea. La. You don't jump into the Dead Sea. <laughs> and while all of them <laughs> carried on floating, I floated for but a minute and this silly boy dived into the Dead Sea. The whole salt water just jumped into my eyes and I was blinded and nobody knew what happened. I'm like, what? And I'm like, all of them were floating, my husband, John, they're all happy, yay! And then I'm like crying and they thought I was yay. Ah! And they're like, oh! And they all carried on floating, right? I tell you, dead sea, you know, dead. <laughs> Man, I had to walk, I had to find my way out like that. Cannot see, you know, like that. I couldn't tell anybody. I just said, go out, cut my toe while going out and then, you know, try to heal my eyes. Yeah, I don't know who that boy is, uh, wherever he is, you know. <laughs> I can't remember who it is. Anyway, um, man, you don't want to be a dead sea. There's no outlet. Everyone must have an outlet. You know why new believers are so excited to share? I, I love reaching new and, and discipling new believers because after they know, they go and tell another friend. Then they go and tell another friend. They've got no time to backslide, no time to uh, get hurt, no time, no time. i <laughs> so excited. No, I've got to, to help Eunice. I've got to help Rora. La, yeah, you know, oh, got a new friend coming, new Japanese friend. And so we're just on a roll, you know. I mean, just understanding, yes, times, these are things, but okay, I will quickly forgive. Let's, let's move. We're so excited. got so many things going on. got bloom coming up. You know, got to do this. We learn along the way. We continue to share and sow. We continue to, to be taught be open to be, to be teachable. Always be open to be teachable. If we don't, we won't, we won't get to grow the way that perhaps God was using this person to speak to us. Th then we, we receive la, part of your detoxing and then we share again and then we sow and then we grow again. And sometimes we don't want to be taught because we think like, you don't know me. You don't understand. Anyway, if everybody don't understand, then how? La? 
so happen God uses men and women to speak to us. But I pray when we do speak to people about issues, be gentle, be kind, be considerate, pray, and then tell as best as you can. After you tell as best as you can, you still don't like me, ayo, what to do? <laughs> I, I pray for you. La. <laughs> but we have to share, sow, grow. Share, sow, and grow. Amen. So in our whole walk as we continue, we need to grow and we need to sow. That's my last slide. Need to grow and sow. Continuously, they will keep you always um, light on your feet, light in your heart, always smiling, always laughing. You never grow old on yourself, right? You ask, what is the secret of keeping and looking young like me? <laughs> you, <laughs> you must continue to grow, sow, and laugh all the time. Oh, no. No, not like a mad person, but um, smile and laugh and, 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 and enjoy the company of people. Cry too sometimes, but you, you, you just have to have the life that God has given to you and to me. Amen. Soil. How's the soil of your hearts today? You know, allow God to, to bring that detoxing. Allow yourself to want to be detoxed by seeking the Lord and telling Him, this is my offense or this is, this is the thing that's hurting me, this is breaking me. Or even, it could be even the Lord Himself. I'm so angry at you, Lord. You didn't give me that guy I wanted. No, I've been eyeing him, you know. But my best friend Pula got it. I'm sorry. But anyway, I, I, I've seen so many cases like that. I pray, no, then now, see, you know why, la? sometimes uh, two best friends are like the same guy, you know. Boy, have we seen it. Very sad, man, very sad. Then, ding kena, right? Then the person who doesn't get it, got like, God hates me. No, it doesn't. There's someone else better, someone out there. I don't know who, but I'm sure there'll be someone. I'm not God, right? So we get upset. And then our hearts get very sad and hardened, friends. When you're ready, you're ready. Lah, huh? When you're not ready, not ready. Lah. Uh, God prepares you. Um, and sometimes you wanted that job and you don't get it. You wanted that scholarship and you don't get it. And maybe that too can be your offense against the Lord. Friends, don't, don't stay offended with the Lord. He loves you too much. He knows what is the best, best for you. Because sometimes the success can kill you. And not everybody can handle success. You know? Not everybody can. Some people will say, when I, when I get there, then I'll start serving, then I'll start giving. I think you start giving now with your little. So that when you become a millionaire, giving is nothing already. It's like, it's like just like what I did yesterday. You know, success. Some people can't deal with it now. And so God takes a little bit longer because He's working on you as, as a person, your character. For us, you know, allow God's water to wash you. Care for the, your heart and, and, and you know, what, do you, what company are you keeping? What books are you reading? Very, very, very careful. You need to know that. It starts from what we read or people, company that we keep, people that you allow to influence you. You're not garbage bins. There are toxins uh, uh, you need to, you know, be able to clear out. Um, and as you detox, de-weed uh, uh, out or, yeah, uproot all these things that have taken deep root, sometimes hurt, so hurt, sometimes words are from people, sometimes your parents' words, uh, I can identify that, sometimes the words of our parents say to us until we're so broken, we try to, we try to, to really stand out and, and then it comes back because, you know, the devil always likes to say to us, I know what you did last summer. I mean, come on, that was last summer, give me a break. Right, no, every time tell you what last summer, last summer what? No, today's new summer. Then you get to make the choices not to live last summer and do the nice summer, right? Fruitful <laughs> summer, you know, yay! And 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 uh, keep uh, keep allowing that that heart to be soft and and detoxing and de and weeding out, and then you start to grow again. You start to sow. You start to share and sow again. Keeps healthy. Keeps your heart going. Um, if what you see in the natural is so real for you, then in the spiritual is the same thing. It's parallel. It's parallel. What we do in our natural will also happen in the... It's the same process that we, may, we will likely go through. Amen. And so, you know, think of this. God is a generous God. He will sow into your life. Your heart just has to be ready to receive that. Don't let the crows eat up your seed. Amen. Don't let the cares of this life rob you of maturing. Amen. Just allow yourself to a heart to always ready to receive good things from the Lord. We must mature, but mature by patience. Patiently. 
No three minute Maggie me. Okay. <laughs> all right, just nuke it, nuke it. Nah, life cannot be nuke it all the time. <laughs> you need some patience, some endurance, and then you grow. And, and you grow with your age, lah. Don't like, I want to be, you know, if you're 15, you want to be 28 now. Hello. Live according to the times that you're living in. Enjoy that 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. Enjoy that. Live within that ground that you are meant to be so, um, um, fruitful and, 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 and healthy. Uh, rather than keep chasing something that you're not, and then only find out later it was all futile. When God had everything set up for us according to this stage in our lives, and, and be that soil that always enjoying sunlight, S-O-N-L-I-G-H-T, the sunlight, amen, and the water, which is living, the living Word of God, growing into our hearts. And, and, and yes, some pruning and some teaching and some correction. Friends, if we never get corrected, we'll never grow. Yeah. You know, we never will. We, we're just, we're like, you know, spoiled children. How many of you like spoiled children? Not many of us. All right. So, um, then don't be one of those <laughs> spoiled kids. Um, grow, grow and mature. There's time for us to do all of these things. So, I pray that you will, you know, enjoy your time in this stage in your life, whatever stage, whether you're students, whether you're married, whether you're single, powerful to be single, uh, whether you're powerful, powerful. Yeah, yeah nobody report to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No other halves to ask any halves about because you're complete. Yeah, see, if you keep living a half, then you always live a half. Yo, you're complete. You're complete in the Lord. And then you can live complete all the time. Amen. And, and so keep the soil going you know, always ready to put new seed inside and then get, grow up again, never tiring, never tiring, doing what you do best, love what you do, um, and mature, and bear fruit. So that the Lord will look and He's so, He is happy for you because He wants you to be prosperous. Yeah. Ah, you will prosper. You will live healthy. You will live, you know, happy. Uh, enjoy living every day, not under pressure, not in regret. Why live life with regret? If you can make those steps, fine. If we did make a mistake, thank God for second chances. Take it. The second chances are there. Take it. Don't leave it there. Take it and walk into it again. And get someone to guide you through if you need it. Amen. And we're so action, right? X. <laughs> X, X. Water, care, talk, uh, detox, or you know, don't let the toxins stay and share and so all the time. Amen. Good on you. Praise the Lord. That is what the Lord wants for you. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Let's stand. We're going to close and we will pray and, uh, and then we will move on. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look to Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's, um, let's, just, let's just look to the Lord. Amen. Just take a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Father, we thank you for your, your word and we thank you for your presence there. So many of us here, we, we walk, uh, we all come from different walks of life, different experiences, different backgrounds. Um, Lord, our, even our faith, uh, we're growing in, in, in different levels. Some of us, Lord, are, are just new. Others have been some years. Um, Father, we don't want to lose out. We don't want, we don't want the crows to come and take away the good seed, um, the opportunities that God is giving us. Um, where, where we are in life today. Um, Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, you take your word, continue to marinate it in the hearts of your children today. Um, these are precious sons and daughters this morning who came all the way from far, some very far, some nearer. But Lord, I, I believe that no one should go back feeling any less or burdened. Don't feel burdened, but I pray that you feel that sense there is hope that God continues to look out for us that the Lord wants to prosper you. But there are steps that you and I can take to, to journey together with the Lord and with our brothers and sisters to help us to become fruitful ground. Amen. Soil that will always be alive, not stuck, not clogged up, you know, not becoming a hardened ground, but let the soil always be easy to, to dig out and, and uproot all those things that make us weary, tired, um, regret, in the name of Jesus. Uh, there is so much hope in our Lord Jesus Christ and uh, the Lord understands our, you know, where we are each step. That's why it's a step of maturing. One step at a time, it may not be looking like some other person, but that's who you are. And, and, and 
you know, be quick to take hold of God's opportunity over your life that He's working in you, that He's sending you, um, you know, encouragement or He's sending you uh, these experiences so that you can grow. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we look to you uh, because you alone can encourage us and to grow us this morning. Hallelujah. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axchurch.uk. God bless.